The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. There's no crying in baseball! No crying! And this game's underway. Into the wind of it is first offering. Just a bit outside. Here's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos. It will be a home run. Oh, my God. God. Deep to right field. Way up there. High, oh, high. And look who's coming up. You talk about a roll of the dice. This is it. Here's the payoff pitch. Welcome in. Happy Friday. It's Payoff Pitch, Action Network's MLB betting podcast. Brendan Glasheen joined by Charlie Desterco and Anthony DeBundo today on a Friday uh, for Payoff Pitch. We're here every Monday, Tuesday, Friday. And please rate, review, subscribe, Payoff Pitch. We appreciate it. 14-game slate on this Friday, eight games starting before or at 4 p.m. Eastern today, so some afternoon games to monitor. We have Apple TV action, Rangers-Cubs. Padres Braves that was a good finish on Thursday night good series kind of a a barometer kind of series early in the season and then of course the uh the Phillies are 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 hosting their home opener so and DeBundo's came uh he's he's came dressed uh to impress hopefully for the Phillies the one in five Phillies um anywho let's dive right in fellas we will do best bets we'll find out if we're going to fade the public underdogs we like and Speaking of fade the public, there is a pitching matchup that they find very, uh, in terms of Action Networks, uh, just being with this company now for a year and a half or so, I'm very fascinated by a pitching matchup that we can talk about today. And then also some uh, final bets, and then we'll get out of here on a Friday. So uh, we'll go to Bundo first, best bet for Friday. Just go out there and try to have fun, you know. You know, having fun is the name of the game. Hey, you trying to make an ass of me? Get on that bag! <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to take the Minnesota Twins up to minus 130. Uh, you can find some minus 125 out there at home against the Houston Astros. And it is significant that it's in Minnesota because Jose Urquidy has a significant split difference away from home versus at home. If you look at his stuff plus, it plays below average on the road in his career and well above average at home. Something about playing, whether it's the roof or just the comfort or the warmth of the, the Houston uh, air. Uh, he pitches much better and his strikeout per nine rate is considerably higher in that park. When they go on the road, it's significantly worse already. Even if you took out parks altogether, Sonny Gray is the better starting pitcher in this matchup by a, about a half a run uh, based based on pitching plus projected ERA. Uh, and I'm not really too concerned about Minnesota deciding to load manage their lineup again. I, you know, I almost bet the twins the other day 
and uh, Buxton and Kepler are ruled out. They're coming off of an off day, so not too worried about them. But like I said, this really is all about uh, the market, I think, being a little wrong on Arkiti. If you just take a normal Arkiti projection, it doesn't quite travel as well. And thus, I think the edge is with Minnesota at home here. Uh, their offense uh, also in the better split against righties, whereas uh, Houston prefers and hits better against left-handed pitching. Uh, so I like the the Twins at home. Charlie DeSterko, money line play for you as well. What do you got? Yes, uh, I'm back in the Yankees here, minus 125 up to that minus 130 range. Uh, Dean Kramer is one of the guys that I've been trying to fade entering this season. He got shelled by the Red Sox in his debut this year. Negative regression candidate, had an ex-ERA over a run higher than his actual ERA, 446 to 323 comparatively to last season. And, you know, when he's when you look at his ex- advanced metrics, expected batting average, expected slugging, all of that concerning to say the least. And now he's drawing a Yankees offense that I think grades out well here. Uh, he's drawing Clark Schmidt, but I'm backing not the Clark Schmidt we saw in his home opener or in his debut this season. I'm one, the one that had a 3.5 X ERA last season and a 2.22 expected batting average. Listen, when you look at this matchup, the offenses, the, the Orioles offense is playing great. The Yankees offense is playing just as well. They grade out just about similarly across the board. But I think the key difference here is the pitching, right? Kramer, Schmidt, Schmidt has the edge. And then when you look at the bullpen, the Yankees are first in XFIP and the Orioles are about league average at 16th. So Batista hasn't been phenomenal and he's their best arm. And if the Orioles are not up here, they're not even going to get it to him. So I like the Yankees here as short favorites on the road against Baltimore. We'll dive into some of the, the windy atmospheres later on. DeBundo's got a thought on that. Uh, Baltimore included. They're hosting New York. They were one of the rainout games yesterday. Moving on, we'll find out if we're fading the public. The public likes you. That's the only reason that this might fly. How are we going to handle the public? We've got the White Sox and Pirates. Uh, White Sox getting uh, a lot of the, the bets, 72% of the bets. The money's 60-40, 59% of the money coming in on Chicago against Pittsburgh. Lucas Giolito. I mean, it's kind of a shame, no offense, fellas, that Zarello's not here because Zarello just, like, the way he talked about these guys last year. And you guys, too. I mean, but Zarello would just, he would just, guys that, there's just certain names he would bring up on this podcast. And I go, okay, like, Cindergaard was one that always came up. Uh, Kikuchi was one that always came up. That was probably more of a Whitchurch one. But then you've got Lucas Giolito. That's a Zarello name. And then Rich Hill. That might be a, a Charlie name because he's got thoughts on this. But Giolito and Hill gross the fact giolito is getting a lot of love here of course he's a younger kind of a a washed out prospect it feels like and then there's rich hill who's still pitching in major league baseball debundo are you willing to take the pittsburgh pirates at a short money line number or are you going to back the people and take the white Sox? i am not uh, i'll look to play pittsburgh live as soon as hill gets out of the game i don't love this you know left-handed pitcher against Chicago White Sox, uh, it's been a trend that has not played well for the last really three years. I know some of the names have switched and changed. You know, Jose Abreu's gone now. Eloy Jimenez on the injured list. Those are, you know, two guys that have traditionally hit left-handed pitching very well. Uh, but I don't have a ton of interest in in betting Rich Hill here. Uh, but like I said, if this game is tied, I agree with with Sean and really the, the sentiment around Giolito. Uh, his stuff plus continues to be below average. His command comes and goes uh, when it's there, he can be an above-average pitcher. When it's not, he's really bad. Uh, and so there's a lot of question marks about Giolito as well. Uh, I was looking to play the over, but even at 8.5 at this ballpark is a little bit uh, out of range for me to bet it. Uh, if it got down to 8, I would bet the over. 
Charlie, I know you have thoughts on this game and you actually might be willing to be with the people. Yeah, it doesn't sit well that I'm going against Cervello here, but uh, I do think the White Sox are worth a look here at that minus 130 number. Giolito, since September, actually had like a mid-three ERA. Obviously, he doesn't grade out extremely well and has been a pain or I guess, you know, a, a positive for us fading him in the past. But Rich Hill is really the reason why I'm on the White Sox here. And I, you'll hear me the, throughout the entire season as long as he's still pitching in a Pittsburgh Pirates uniform on why I'm fading them. I faded him against the Reds in the first game of the season. I'm going to fade him again here. He's 43 years old. He's not the same pitcher that he once was. He got hit hard by the Reds, had an expected ERA above four last season, and his strikeout numbers you're just seeing dip year over year. And his walk rate, it remains around that double-digit mark. The White Sox offense, DeBunda noted how they are against left-handed hit the left-handed pitching. Obviously, different names, but they still have a decent walk rate and a quietly top 10 WRC plus this season, obviously short sample size, but Pittsburgh, you know, you've been, if you've been watching them the past couple of weeks, it seems like they've been hitting the ball. Well, they've been, they had some high scoring games against the Red Sox, but they're actually down at 24th uh, in as far as WRC plus goes offensively. So I don't think the Pirates bats can get the Giolito that much here. I, I do agree with the bundo. It's obviously concerning to bet Giolito, but I am not going to take this opportunity to, uh, fade, not fade Rich Hill. So I'm going to back the White Sox. Sean Zarillo tied up today with uh, UFC uh, work over on the Action Network podcast. So that's a, a plug for Zarillo. But, oh, don't worry. Don't you worry, people. He's got to put plenty of picks in the app for this Friday slate. <laughs> you think he was going to pass up on this? And he's got Pittsburgh at plus 125. That number, of course, has come down. Um, so if maybe it is the smarter play now to take the White Sox because you're not getting the, the better number with the with Pittsburgh. So there you go. Charlie. Yeah, the, the White Sox took money overnight. I know the Rich Hill fade, straight fade, team total over for the White Sox, two, two and a half was plus 125, down to about plus 105 now. Uh, so that has taken some money uh, the other way. And it did move toward the White Sox and then has come back a little bit in the last couple hours. Yeah, if you're looking to fade the, if you're looking to fade Virgil, you know you could do it first five. You can do it team total. You can go with the money line. I took him last night. I still like him at this number. I, it's just one of those things that I'm, the the back half of that Pirates lineup is is just not great, and I am going to fade Virgil at every second I can. Are these first five team total overs going to be like insane by May? Like I feel like you got to you got to get in on the fun now, right? For your your Corbins. Um, Hunter Green, potentially. We're, we're going to miss out on so many. Well, not miss out, but the, these numbers and, and lines will become inflated, I feel like, by at least May. Well, there's always going to be people that will emerge throughout the season as well. You know, you not always know going in who it's going to be. That's true. That's the beauty of the America's I, I, we We were all down on Corbin going in the last year, but it wasn't until you know May or so that we realized, like, this is cliff territory. Uh, and Corbin's going to make 30 starts this year, I think, unless he gets hurt. And Jake Arrieta is not here anymore. So you can't get the Jake Arrieta that's the first five team total overs. <laughs> is Corbin like the new, is he going to be this year's Dallas, uh, Dallas Keuchel? Is that strong? I would say he's right up there with him. Right. Yeah. I would actually Keuchel's... take Keuchel over Corbin. Keuchel? I don't point, think Keuchel... Is Keuchel in the league? I don't think he is, no. right? Yeah, he was, no. he was bad. Pitched from three teams last year. And his last start <laughs> was at Fenway. That I went to, and I remember because we were on this podcast, and Colin Whitchurch was like, Colin Whitchurch gave out eight bets on Dallas Keuchel, like for that particular game. Strikeout under, first five team total Red Sox over, first five total over, all of it. It was it was quite enjoyable to listen to. Anywho, <laughs> uh, okay, so 
Charlie is backing the White Sox against Rich Hill today. That's the, the message here. So he's he's with yes. the people, and DeBundo is deciding to stay away. For the people. Baseball betting season is here, so get in on the action with the king of sportsbooks. Sign up with BetMGM using bonus code ACTION and get up to $1,000 paid back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Michigan, Mississippi, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Puerto Rico, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., West Virginia, Wyoming, or Ontario only. Only must be 21 or older to wager, 19 or older in Ontario, new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from ensuance. Excludes Michigan, disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, D.C., Kansas, Louisiana, Nevada, Wyoming, or Virginia. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, Maryland, New Jersey, or West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York, call or text Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789 or call 1-888-777-9696 in Mississippi. In Ontario, if you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, please contact Connects Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 to speak to an advisor free of charge. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, and Utah, and other states where prohibited. Promotional offers not available in Nevada and New York. The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. We've got underdogs on the board, uh, of course, on this slate. Uh, Pittsburgh was one of them, but we're not we're not going to look to Pittsburgh, at least on this podcast with this current crew. Uh, Debundo, when you look at uh, the board today, any uh, edges that you see from a money line perspective for underdogs? Where's my dog? Uh-huh. Where's my dog? Where's my dog? Yeah, so I like the Miami Marlins uh, plus 150 uh, right now. It's starting to get on the move here. Uh, I think the Marlins have the starting pitcher advantage. I mean, we say that almost every day with the Marlins. But in this case, they're about a half a run better. Uh, I am a little worried about the walk issues that, that can pop up at times for Edward Cabrera. But from a stuff perspective, uh, his fastball power change combo is elite. Uh, and can, when commanding well, be a dominant pitcher. These two teams just played each other last week with the same pitching matchup, and the Marlins closed a favorite. Uh, I was kind of surprised by that. But 
you just flip home field. That doesn't make any sense now. I know the Mets won the game, but uh, still uh, not quite the right adjustment, I think. And and so at plus 150 or better, I like the Marlins uh, to – actually, I'd play this down at plus 140 uh, with the Marlins on the road. Sorry to spoil opening day. I know Charlie's going to be in attendance. <laughs> Are you going to the Mets game today? One o'clock? Yeah, I'm going, yeah, because I was supposed to go to the, the home opener, and then it got rained out when there was no rain, and it was seventy degrees out in New York City yesterday. So now I'm going today. <laughs> nice, very good. So there you go. If you want to get the Marlins, if Debundo's, uh, well, Debundo, I think he's he's, he's onto something here. That number's moving. So if you want to get on the Miami Marlins, better do it soon before uh, first pitch at one ten at uh, City Field. Okay, underdog that you like today, Charlie? Yes. Uh, so. I like the Washington Nationals here. Uh, the plus one ten right now. I'd back them all the way down to their till they're a favorite. Like I think that this is a wrong number. It should be flipped here. I'm buying Mackenzie Gore. He took on one of the toughest offenses in baseball in his season debut, the Braves, and threw five and a third innings of one run ball. His control is obviously his biggest issue, but I'm not too worried here against a Colorado offense. Mackenzie Gore has high strikeout numbers. I like his stuff early on, and what I've seen, I watched his entire first start there, and. He's facing Jose Urania. I don't know how he is a favorite against anybody. He's another one of those guys that just I've consistently faded year over year. He hasn't had an expected ERA under 4.9 since 2018. Ranks in the bottom 20% of all pitchers in expected batting average, expected slugging. And he was lucky to give up just four runs against San Diego last time. He didn't even make it out of the third. Controls out of whack. He's getting hit hard. When I look at this matchup, offenses about the same Bullpen about the same, maybe even a slight edge to Washington, but the pitching edge here is just too much to pass up. So I would back the Nationals plus 110 all the way down to their favorite at that minus 110 mark. 12th 1-0 game in course history yesterday. So we were on the Nationals. It was the 12th 1-0 game in course field history yesterday when the Nationals lost 1-0 to the Rockies. Pretty wild. Wow. And the only run happened because Lane Thomas lost the ball in the sun. Yeah, so it would have been 0-0 zero, zero entering the 10th. <laughs> wow, how about that? And that was their home opener, too. Like, So if you wanted to jump in on a Coors over the first game of the year, that really must have been painful. <laughs> All right, well, there you go. And like for Colorado and Washington, they've both had uh, pretty re- pretty respectable opponents here to open, to open their seasons, right? Dodgers, Padres for the Rockies, and then you've got – uh, Braves and, and Rays for the uh, for the Nats. So it's only fitting that they get to beat up on each other now, in theory. Huh. Okay, let's move on to uh, final bets. And I have a one more for the road. Anthony, when you dive into some of these, I know you've got some thoughts. Also, uh, some wind we are monitoring in uh, some of these outdoor games. So the, the Phillies home opener, the Mets game we just talked about, the Cubs are home. You've got Str- – and that's, a, that's an Apple TV game. We've got Stroman v. Evaldi. In that one, and then of course the uh, as Charlie brought up, he likes the Yankees against the um, Orioles. Where's my weather report? Yeah, I mean, so there's kind of a few things in play here. We, I, you mentioned the Apple TV. Remember last year we had the Apple TV conspiracy about the baseballs and how they juice mm. the balls for the Apple TV games. Uh, I'm of the belief now that baseballs are once again back to uh, somewhat more normal levels of flying, and the balls have changed again. Uh, you can pull this data up on Baseball Savant. I talked about it uh, on Thursday's episode of Green Dot Daily. There's a chart that shows the drag on the baseball uh, when it's flying through the air and how much it's impacted. And the drag is down this year compared to 2022 through the first week of the season. And it's enough of a sample now that I think we we have a, a general inkling that 
the drag on the ball and how much it will fly in the air is down. Or so that means the, it will fall, fly further. This ball isn't in 2019, but it looks closer to 2018 and 2021, the first half. Whereas, you know, 2022, second half of 2021, we saw a lot less flying. And that's accounted for the fact that overs have been very profitable to start the season, uh, hitting about 57%. So that is notable. That being said, there's a lot of wind in play on Friday. Sean wrote about this. Um, I don't have any actual bets correlated to these, but it should be noted the wind will be blowing in solidly uh, in the New York game in at City Field. Charlie, bring, uh, bring a little uh, windbreaker. Uh, the Phillies game, Citizens Bank Park is the second most wind-impacted ballpark in baseball uh, on a day-to-day basis. The wind is blowing in uh, in Philadelphia. That is a, a big help to Hunter Green, who has a home run problem, as we know. Uh, should help him keep the ball in the yard a little bit. That total got bumped up to 7.5. Uh, I would lean to the under there. The Cubs game, some books hung a 9 yesterday before looking at the wind reports. It's now down to 6.5. Uh, the wind will be blowing solidly in from right 10 miles an hour at Wrigley. That is the number one park wind adjusted ballpark in baseball. So that's certainly interesting note. And then Baltimore, same thing Wind blowing in from left uh, will impact the run scoring environment. There um, will be tougher for Aaron judge to hit homers today, uh, even though he seems to not be the wind doesn't seem to bother him. That being said, that's the daily wind report and the uh, annual baseball report for me. And I'm going to stop talking now. All right. Do you have a windbreaker, Charlie? Do you have one? All you need is a light jacket. Yeah, I mean, I do have a windbreaker that I'm breaking out, and I will say, and going off Devondo's point, I do have action on both the Mets' first five under and the Phillies' uh, Reds under. I do think both of those games, as far as wind and from a pitching matchup, I'm buying their pitchers here. I uh, Breaking out the little windbreaker for the Mets game, Miguel, we saw what he did against the Marlins, very solid pitcher. Marlins offense just is nothing special. They added a couple bats, still nothing. And DeBundo mentioned Cabrera's walk issues. As long as that's not a full-on issue, and he gave up only two runs last time in four innings, he's going to be able to get through this Mets lineup, especially if they put the ball in play. He's limited hard hit rate, and now that the wind's blowing in, love that look there. Uh, and then, yeah, the, the Green and Wheeler, I mean, those are two of the better pitchers in baseball. If you look at how good Green was post-All-Star break, so... I'm not going to bundle those points on these unders. At least look toward them, if not consider them fully. Is it possible to go to a game and not have action on it at this point? Like, is it, <laughs> like even if you don't like the game, you always find a way, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, usually I'll go. And if I don't have a side, like as far as like a lean on a, a side or a total, I'll go like player prop. I'll throw when me and me and the bundle went to the Reds game, Reds Mets for the action network, like last season. And I had like, four different Mets players that have one and a half total bases. I'm pretty sure I slept the board because it was like the Mets ended up scoring like 10 runs and like the action network grouper was reds and under. And I was like, I'm not going to go to a game and bet like against the Mets if I'm going to be going for the Mets. So I ended up taking a bunch of props and, and DeBundo was not a happy camper, but I was. Yeah, well, it was a quick death. It was under nine. It was like uh, 8-1 in the third inning or something. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Okay, well that's that's good to know though. The wind the wind for uh, Friday again. The teams to, to keep in mind: Philadelphia home opener, Mets home opener, the Cubs are at home, and the Orioles. And they were uh, they got banged out yesterday too. So the Orioles and the Yankees today as well. So okay, really fast. Uh, Debundo got a couple more bets, and then uh, we'll get Charlie's, and we'll get out of here. Yeah, so the Cleveland Guardians got steamed up to about minus one thirty. Now I'm expecting some market buyback on Seattle. Uh, when that does happen, I like Cleveland minus 125 or better. 
Uh, I'm consistently higher than the market on 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 Savali, the starter for Cleveland. I'm a little bit lower than the market on Gilbert. Using Stuff Plus, you could actually project these pitchers within a couple tenths of each other in ERA. Pretty similar uh, pitchers. Aaron Savali's changeup was the best graded changeup in all of baseball the first time through uh, the rotations here. So a very impressive pitch. Cleveland, like I said, they took a lot of money this morning, but these are very comparable teams. It's pretty similar to opening day where you have similar pitchers, similar offenses, similar bullpens, Cleveland better defensively, and the home team should be more of a favorite. Uh, so I like Cleveland. I also like the Oakland A's under. Uh, Ken Waldachuk, my boy. Zach Eflin, also my boy. Two of my guys. If if the criteria was you're the best pitcher in baseball based on how I rate you compared to the market, this might be the best pitching matchup of the year. Uh, Waldachuk gave up three homers to the Angels. Trout, Otani, Ohapi took him deep. Um, but the stuff was still fine. His, his slider is elite. Uh, Eflin is a classic example of the Rays pitching uh, machine, the pitching factory. They've improved his curveball. They've improved his slider. They've uh, raised his uh, called strike whiff rate considerably in the first start and a very friendly pitching uh, opponent for him here. He gets the the Tigers and now he gets the A's. So a very friendly start to the season for Zach Eflin. I like the under seven and a half runs in that game should be closer to seven. Okay, Charlie, what do you got? Take us home. Yeah, so I, I already talked about the Philly and Cincinnati under seven and a half. The Mets first five under four and a half. Uh, just a couple more. Just a note. Twins, I wholeheartedly echo DeMondo's statement. I'm going to fade your key whenever I can. Low strikeout rate, high barrel rate. And the Astros offense is pretty concerning right now for me. They're about league average in WRC plus and 25th and isolated power. A lot of that has to do with the injuries. Like Jose Altuve's hurt. Brantley's hurt. Right now, they're starting. If you look at their lineup and you look at their six through nine, most people that aren't diehard baseball fans are like, who are these guys? Uh, so th- so I'm looking at back at the Twins. I think they're completely underrated. I've talked about it all season long on how they're a team to buy, especially early on. And the last couple I'll give out, of which I'm looking toward, I haven't officially placed them yet, but I think the uh, Padres are a bit undervalued here. I, Schuster, I watched his first start against Mackenzie Gore, and he had absolutely no control Maybe it was the first game nerves, but I think at plus money, Padres are worth a look here. Nick Martinez about that, about as average as you can get for a pitcher, but I like his chances of a ground ball pitcher against uh, against Schuster, who just got lit up by the Nationals offense. I can only imagine what the Padres offense will do to him. And then the Bundo mentioned the A's. I haven't officially played it yet. I might end up small on the athletics themselves. They're like plus 215 now. That number got bet down and then bet back up as far as the Rays go. I'm not as huge on Eflin as the Bundo is. I know Waldachuk is a pretty underrated prospect. And, you know, it's just one of those things that the, the A's have quietly been like solid, like I mean, not solid, but like better than I thought. I thought this lineup was going to put up like one run a game and, and they've been doing a lot better. So I think they're a bit undervalued here against a raised team that hasn't lost yet this season. Yeah. One more for me too. Um, Jay's angels took a bunch of over money. Uh, I'm down on Bassett, but I think that's an overreaction in the market to him. Uh, I played some F five under five. All right, very good. A lot of picks, a lot of picks from both of you on the Friday uh, Friday episode. And the A's are plus two hundred at MGM as of right now uh, today. And of course, that's a that's a later start, six forty Eastern, so plenty of time. But uh, if you are interested in those afternoon games, get those picks in soon uh, with the game starting up. 
Charlie DeCirco, Anthony DeBundo, have a great weekend. Thank you so much for uh, stopping by on Payoff Pitch. We are Action Network's MLB betting podcast presented by BetMGM. Find both of those guys in the Action app. As Charlie said, you might they might add more as the day goes on or if they need the appropriate line, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, follow both of them in the app and you'll never miss a pick. Uh, thanks for tuning in, everybody. We are back on Monday. Enjoy the baseball games this weekend. We'll see you. Look at his crowd on its feet. What a tribute. No one wants to leave. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.